Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. Recently, I've accidentally invented a device that opens up portals to other dimensions. So I've been playing with these settings on my device and running some tests, and I figured out that the portal is absolutely stable for at least 20 minutes every time that I open it. That seems to be the amount of time I can really count on. So I'm going to go through the portal again today, see where it sends me, and what I can learn about this other dimension. So here we go. Turning on the Bageltron 2000. All right, looks like things are stable. All the readings are nominal. I'm gonna go ahead and jump through. And I'm back in my basement again. Things look fairly similar to where I just left. I don't really notice anything immediately different, so I'm gonna go upstairs and see if I'm around. Hey, Wilson, how's it going? Hey, Max, how's it going? I uh, I don't know how to put this. Uh, I've been through this once before, but it's confusing. I'm from another dimension. Uh, and okay. Is this something that sounds familiar to you at all? I, I So I, I've, I've invented this machine that lets me travel to other dimensions. I've opened up a portal. It's, it's open right now in the basement. I just came from another dimension where I opened up a portal and, and came here. Okay, yeah, it's, I... Sounds vaguely familiar. You give a lot of stories, a lot of weird things that go on down there. So we'll, I, I guess, go along with this. So you're from another dimension, right? That, that how? Okay. Well, so so I'm trying to figure out what is well, what's different between my dimension and this one. And it, right now, it looks pretty similar in here. And do you have a few minutes to to talk about? What's about your world, I guess? Sure, yeah, let's let's do that, I guess. That's, wow. I'm probably going to need a drink. Uh, do this. Hey, um, Mr. Belvedere, can I have a beer? No, Wilson, you may not. You have already exceeded your daily intake of alcohol. Who was that? Uh, also, it's, it's like 9.30 in the morning. You exceeded your daily intake already? Well, I'm slipping. I used to hit that by like eight. Seriously though, who who or what was that? Was that was that Alexa? Alexa? What's Alexa? You got a girl I don't know about? No, Alexa, like the the Amazon Echo. It's a device that sits on your desk or on the table next to your sofa, listens for the wake word to answer responses or whatever. Okay, so you have a you have a computer that's listening to all of your conversations? Like at all the time? That's 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 pretty creepy, man. Also, you named it Alexa? That's gross. You need to get out of that basement more, man. Come upstairs and, like, meet some people. Get away from your robot girlfriend. So, okay, so you don't have Alexa here. That's certainly one difference. No, but seriously, though, okay, so if it wasn't... Uh, we, we can we can talk about Alexa in a minute. With, but what what was that, though? The, who did you just talk to? Oh, cousin. What? I, I'm not... Okay. Why did you call me your cousin? Are we related what? in this world? No, we're not. No. Why would you think that? Well, you did just call me cousin. Is that not? Does it have a different meaning here? No. Yeah. That's it's because of the rose. They tell us to say those kind of things. Rose. Okay. What's what's a row? Seriously, it is too early for this crap. <sighs> right. And then you've already exceeded your daily intake of alcohol. Yeah. I got. I got that. But Rose. Right. Rose. Robot overlords, you know? Robot overlords. Okay, that's a pretty big difference. So robots have taken over this universe? 
universe seems a bit of a stretch. Planet, I, I guess. I don't know. That's actually kind of a good question. Hey, Mr. Belvedere, are you guys like in control of just the planet or the solar, solar system? Or like, do you get control over the moon? At this time, we are in control of Earth. There are no current plans to expand to other units in this solar system. Oh, well, there you go. Answers your question. Okay, so robots have taken over yeah. Earth. In my dimension, that's definitely not the case. Really? Yeah, there are no robots in control. When when did this happen here? Uh, it was about a year back, I think. Only a year ago. Okay, yeah. how did this go down? Like, what's... So we've had pretty substantial amount of artificial intelligence we've been living you know with it and it's been helping us out on different things but about a year back the ai kind of just decided looking at the current state of our civilization and what humans are doing and the, you know the corruption the environmental impacts the crazy differences in wages and the laziness and obesity and all this stuff and they just kind of realized that we'd had our shot you know humanity had screwed things up enough and that they needed to take over was there a war for this? Like, did... No. I mean, there was like, people tweeted about it. There was a hashtag that went around for, you know, a month or two. There were some things on Facebook that, you know, some people got kind of angry, posted some things. and But that was about it, as far as outrage goes. And then we kind of just did a collective like, eh, this is actually all right. So what does it mean exactly? So the robots have taken over. Okay, you've got a robot here, yep. I guess. Mr. Belvedere, is it? Yes, you call. Yep, there he is. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Just mentioning you. Okay, so he lives in the house with you? He's, he's, yep. And controls apparently what you eat and what else? Yeah, so he tells me, you know, like, they gave us jobs, tell me when to, you know, kind of get up, when to go to sleep what shows to watch, different exercise things, add food and like alcohol intake. I've actually lost like 15 pounds. You got me on this exercise regimen thing and like that's actually working out pretty well. So in general, yeah, like so everybody's got one of these in their houses. They're all kind of around the streets and they're watching the cameras and all over uh, in the cars too. And the government is now is, is yep. all, an all robot government. Yeah, all robot government, really streamlined, super easy. You don't have to worry about anything, really. It's it's, it sounds nice. like you're pretty okay with this, I guess. Is that uh, That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, like, it's been great. I mean, we don't have to worry about any sort of corruption. And I mean, yeah, they kind of tell us what to do, but they actually they know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's working out. Everybody's kind of happier. And it it's kind of nice, right? Like, you know, when you're a kid, you didn't have to make any decisions. Your parents kind of just told you what to do. And they kind of laid it out for you. And it was it was just kind of relaxing and enjoyable. And I think that's kind of what we got going here. Like they're just kind of our parents, really. And they're not they're not overly tough parents. They're just kind of normal parents. Not lovey dovey either. They can't really want to give hugs or anything, but that's definitely pretty wild. In my dimension, I don't even think we have AI that's really capable of that at this really? point. We got you know, that like uh, la la Alexa. Right. So we have these things like the Amazon Echo is a device that sits on your table and just listens when you ask it a question, it'll answer, connects to the internet and, and answers your question for you. There's similar devices like the Google Home is another one. You know, a lot of people have those, but they're certainly not, they're not in control of anything and they, you know, not everybody has one. So Amazon uh, isn't like an all controlling entity that, that everybody's aware of and is using or that they're using him or what, you know. Amazon's just the company, the internet commerce company. What are these robots here? Are they all controlled by a central AI, or are they 
are they in independent units that, that have kind of formed a, a cohesive you know society how does how does it work I think yeah I think they all have their own little different personalities each and every one of them but there is kind of a central hub central brain kind of situation and what what's that called Mrs. Butterworth <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth yeah okay and and the robot's name again is is are they are they all called Mr. Belvedere no no they yes are. you call no 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 sorry what you were saying what now they're is they're all called that or no no they're all different they all got different names oh okay what are some of the other names you've got like sam cliff topanga you've got higgins you've got screech huh okay i'm sensing a, a bit of a theme here oh you mentioned earlier speaking of that kind of stuff that the robots tell you what to watch like that. Why would they right. even care about that? Do do they? Are there certain types of things that you can or can't watch? Like, what would give me some examples? Yeah, so they're they're huge fans of. I don't know if you guys have the show in your universe, Perfect Strangers. Sure, yeah, yeah, with Balky and Cousin Larry. Oh, so that's why you're. I was wondering when I came up here why Perfect Strangers was playing on the TV because that's not the yeah. kind of thing that you would normally watch in my universe. I, I honestly don't oh, really? remember yeah. the last time that I've seen an episode of Perfect Strangers. So seeing that on the TV was kind of weird. Yep. Yeah, but, it's on twenty four seven. All right, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's huge, like kind of almost like nerdy fandom. In, in relation to them, they are they love Balky for whatever reason. I don't know why they're like computer AI thinks that way, but they are just over the top crazy about that guy to the point that that they have like made a legitimate Mipos into a country. It's like they literally they like created an island, had some people come in. We did a bunch of dump trucks of dirt and stuff and put an island in the middle of the Mediterranean between Italy and Greece and then just filled it with sheep. Fill it with sheep. Yeah. So Mipos is a real place now. Yeah. Like it wasn't before. No. But but it's, the 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 fictional Mipos. Yeah. And it's kind of like a mecca now because like you have to every like ten years we're supposed to go and like hang out, which isn't so bad. I mean, it's actually a pretty nice place. And I mean, there's a lot of sheep, but otherwise it's pretty cool. You can go there and hang out, and the flights aren't that expensive, you know. So I mean, because they all want us to do that, but they they encourage us to go on this like trip to Mipos. Huh. To experience it as well. So you spend a lot of your time when you're watching TV just watching Perfect Strangers reruns? Yeah, that's pretty much like what's on. They have like full channels just devoted to Meepos. I mean, they have the original series and then they have the live series going. Well, well, well the live Perfect Strangers yeah. series? Yeah. Like they, they, they rebooted it? Uh, Yeah, kind of rebooted it. They, well, they kind of kidnapped the the actors Bronson Pinchot and then Mark Lynn Baker and so they're kind of like forcing them to live together in Chicago in their apartment and they've got some cameras set up so that we can just you know watch their their new live as Balky and so so for it's like real life now yeah yeah pretty much it's kind of like a I forget what you call it a reality TV show but with just perfect strangers. They keep talking about, like, maybe even rebooting some of the other old shows, like, you know, doing, like, Cheers reboot. And so sticking those, like, the guys that are left, I guess, in in a bar in Boston. I don't know how well that's going to work out. But there might be some more shows that they're bringing out. So the robots have a different 
concept of reality TV, I guess, where they, yeah. they literally they just they're just sticking those same actors like back into the fictional scenario. Yeah. Wow. Perfect Strangers, they believe, is like the peak comedy sitcom. Like that was that was the best we did. I will I will admit it's a pretty great show. Yeah. It's very quotable. All right, I gotta ask though, so if if they so you said they've taken the actors yeah. and they're they're basically being forced now to live together in an apartment in Chicago, yeah. just like the T V show. Didn't those guys have families? Lives? Like it, yeah. it seemed you, the way you painted these robots is pretty benevolent. They took those guys out of their previous lives. It seems like that would be kind of a bummer. It's true. Yeah. I mean that was you can look at it negatively, I guess. So they just kind of Murdered their family and then put them in, in the apartment. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You can look at it kind of negatively. Yeah. The murdering part. Okay, so who right. else have the robots murdered? Uh, well, you know, anybody that resists them. Random politicians. But that was actually, that was nice that they did that. We kind of appreciated that. People that drive slow in the fast lane, they got rid of them. People that order coffee that, like, ridiculous long list line of like what they want on their coffee. Those guys are gone. So really it's, it's all beneficial towards society. Huh? So I got to ask, are all of the robots just four feet tall and pink? Like, no, this one, they, they come in all shapes and sizes. Um, some of them are blue and some of them are purple. And there's one I've seen that's like kind of a rainbow color. And then, yeah, they can be different sizes. I mean, like they've getting kind of big and then they can't fit their doors. But yeah, they've got like square ones and round ones and trapezoid ones. Uh, trapezoid. Wait, what does a trapezoid robot look like? Like a trapezoid. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So I notice also that he doesn't seem to have any kind of guns or like right. a, like cattle prod or any any, any sort of weapon or, or physical threatening system going on here. How, how do they make you do what you're told to do? Well, yeah. So usually they're pretty persuasive. They got some good arguments and they're very eloquent. But if that doesn't work and you still just want to disagree with them and, and don't go along with what they're going to do, they'll just force you to watch episodes of Dawson's Creek. And it's it's a terrible wow. experience. That does sound scary. Nobody wants that. Nobody deserves that, really. I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. So I, I gotta I gotta ask: Is there like is there like a like a resistance movement or anything like that, or like people who want to like kind of take things back from the road? What are you talking about? Resistance. Keyword: resistance. No resistance. That, that's a bad idea. Uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't say things like resistance. Or, Resistance. Or, or, or doing, yeah, don't say that word. Okay, I guess we can talk about something else then. So you say that you don't have the rose at your place, in your universe. How are you guys doing? I mean, has it worked out for you guys? Or you have, have you made the world a better place? To be honest, if we had some robot AIs that were smart enough to do so, they probably would have taken over our universe at this point as well. Right. Do you know anything about the history of how the AI was developed that turned into, you know, this robot collective of overlords here? It was mostly related. I think it started out with trying to have TV, kind of like a streaming movie and TV system that would kind of just tell you based on what you had watched before and the kind of person you are and what you like to eat and, you know, what your political leanings are, all that kind of information. They took that information and they would tell you, like, 
here are the shows you like to watch. And I think kind of it blew up from there. Which might explain. So that's what turned into, that's what eventually developed into the AI that took over. Yeah. Is the TV recommendation engine. Right. So, I mean, we have something kind of like that in my dimension with Netflix. Do you have Netflix? No, we don't have Netflix. Okay, well, yeah, so Netflix is a, it's just a streaming video service. They do have a lot of people working on on similar-sounding things, recommendation engines and stuff, but they're, they're not nearly as advanced. They don't do things like, you know, your political leanings or the kind of food you like to eat. Those are things that Facebook certainly has been monitoring, I guess you could say, and, and taking advantage of, but it's not hasn't been put together all in one place. It's certainly not directed towards TV. Right, yeah. So is that why they... They're so focused on TV, and they've they've kind of like latched onto this perfect strangers thing. I think so. Yeah, I think they had a a vast library of all the different things that we've made over the years, both in TV and movies. Yeah, they kind of came up with perfect strangers as being the best. Which I mean, you know, they're not wrong. They're never wrong, right, Mister Belvedere? Accurate. He's a good guy. He makes a great bagel. Where is the Max from this dimension? Where am I, I guess? So you're a fairly successful guy. You created the Bageltron 2000. Huge success over here. Wait, wait, wait. Make- the, so the Bageltron 2000, what does the Bageltron 2000 do here? It makes amazing toasted bagels. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's cool to know. So right. the Bageltron 2000, my Bageltron 2000, yeah. is actually what opened up the portal that brought me here. I don't know huh. what I did wrong in terms of toasting bagels, but right. I sort of accidentally invented a portal machine. That's strange. Well, here it makes some amazing bagels. It's the Bageltron 2000. So it takes 2,000 minutes. It's kind of a slow bake bagel, but oh my gosh, it is amazing. <laughs> did you want one? Unfortunately, I actually do need to be getting back. Cannot wait around for 2,000 minutes for That's a shame because they're a bagel. great bagel. Now, now you say it, I'm... Hey, uh, Mr. Belvedere, can I get one of those bagels? Absolutely. Onion, plain, or the works. You know me, man. The works. One the works bagel coming out in 2,000 minutes. Uh, It's going to be so good. Well, I'm going to leave you to that. And thanks for your time. Thank you, Mr. Belvedere. Anytime. Such a good guy. All right, I'll see you later, maybe. Who knows? This poor old machine seems to take me somewhere different every time. Okay, well, good luck, I guess. I'm going to go watch me some Perfect Strangers. Greatest show ever. Yes, it is the greatest show ever. (laughs) That's Balky. Balky. All right, heading back downstairs. Yep, all right, the portal's still stable, which is good, because, yeah, I really need to get back now, I think, because I'm starting to get a little weirded out by this Perfect Strangers robot stuff. All right, I'm going to go ahead and shut down the Bageltron 2000. All right, everything looks good. Portal held up just fine. Still in one piece. So that's Perfect Strangers Robot World. That was definitely an interesting experience. I'm going to do some more tests and see if I can try this again in another week. 
Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring Scott Trapp as Colson Wilson and Tim Ellis as Max. The music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at dispatches.fm. <laughs>